when you're doing your shot in 2D at the start, what goes through your head? Like, what are you trying to figure out before moving to 3D? Like, what are the specific things? Wow. Uh, I guess it depends really, on the shot, probably. But. It depends on the shot. I always say that. It's a very frustrating answer, but that's what it is. <laughs> I, that's why I talk about, again, that's why I bring up. So, um, this is like something I, again, something I tell uh, students especially, but a lot of people, it's just my way of understanding animation for me, how it works. If you look at like the graph editor, right? You see, you have your keyframes, you have, and you have the curve going through time. Um, each keyframe represents what you would say your pose, right? Your key poses, the motion, the shape of that <clears throat> curve is your spacing, like what happens in between the accelerations and decelerations of that motion. And then the timing is when those keyframes uh, land in time. And that triangle of concept, like uh, like posing, timing, spacing, that's what I play with a lot. So what I do with the 2D pass and reference and all that is what happens before that. But, you know, their ideas, the like the 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 nuances of a reference if i if i did video reference is trying to capture all those things and uh staging is a big part too i really like to think about staging as much as i can uh, a silhouette value a uh, particular expression that i can hold for a certain amount of time all those explorations happen in that 2d phase and then in cg it's all a, ma a matter of playing with those three elements in the graph editor and and well, I mean, and posing the character, of course, and and just materializing those ideas. That's kind of how. Yeah. I, so it's almost getting rid of. Let's get rid of all the complicated technical aspect mm. of animation. Let's yeah. just focus on the idea on a you know pencil and paper, quote unquote. Yeah. And then when it's figured out, okay, now let's go into this more complex yeah. uh, system that involves the computer, the software, the limitations, exactly. the curves, and, and all that. Because it's it's easy to me just mesmerized by all of those motion curves and forget about the essence of what you're trying to. Yeah, do. and uh, oh, it's it's essentially trying to simplify that rock that you have to push as much mm. as you can because there's so sense. much stuff to keep in mind. I, I I describe my blocking because I I'm one of those people who really like using stepped um, at the mm -hmm. beginning and that's exactly why I I do it is because it simplifies you could just worry about posing and timing and the staging all those things that are super important to the creativity of that the essence of the shot and then you can sort of figure out the technical details um, after you know what you want, which yeah. can be obviously can lead to problems sometimes because you might realize those technical problems you've just set up for yourself could be uh, a bit, a big, a bit of a test, but at least you weren't limited. Now, you know, that's the blue sky version of the shot. If you have to compromise, okay, but like you try not to, right. You try to make the shot work. Yeah. It's tough because yeah, like you said, like sometimes what happens, you do, you spend all this time and then, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the idea is totally, off and it's different so yeah. i when when i there is certain confidence you build in in certain types of situations that you can for sure go for something and pitch it and you know really own it but there are occasions where you're a bit unsure okay maybe mm -hmm. this option will work and that option will work so uh that's why i don't do 2d for everything it's mm -hmm. uh it depends it depends mm -hmm. on the shot and um and it's also, yeah, like that that phase of, like what you said about your blocking instead, uh, Brent, I think I would consider my 2D pass almost like a blocking. Mm -hmm. And then I just animate straight ahead. That's yeah. how I've been doing it lately. 
again, it has evolved over the years. I, I used to do step blocking too, and then mm. go through the phases. But my 2D has evolved to such a way that I can consider that as a step blocking almost, and then I can. Makes ahead sense. I, ahead. You said something earlier in the stream that I think would be important to call out again here, and that is um, the success of a 2D block like this is sometimes in you know intrinsically connected to the uh, the familiarity of the rig because what you don't want to do is stage out this crazy complex sequence like the octopus scene for instance yeah. from from penguins um, if you like if you had ideas that were not at even even remotely connected to what the reality is on the octopus side you might just be dreaming I, yeah. You know, this whole, an amazing idea, you sold it to your supervisor and then you're like, oh no, because you realize the rig won't let you do any of the things that you were hoping it could do. Yeah. So a lot of these things is like, how how far can your character reach, for instance? Things like this can be very severely, um, um, can really can really screw you in the end if you don't have a pretty good understanding of what it can and can't exactly. do. Exactly. And uh, somebody told, I think it was Nico, one of my supervisors at the time, and he he said something that stuck in my head for years and he used to say uh if you the the more you know how to draw the character the better you will feel mm. animating it mm. and that's like a very uh, that that seems like a quote very applicable in traditional animation mm. but it somehow for me has worked in cg because then you're cross-checking the rig and you're mm. saying okay how much can i push and then you you draw a particular pose and like, can I really do this? And then you just quickly try certain controls. Mm. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And you have to come with another mm -hmm. solution. So it's... Uh, well, that's interesting. So you do that on the while you're planning it out. Sometimes, if you're really worried, you'd be like, I should double check on this and go over. Yeah, and I with the rig. That's interesting. Exactly. I I literally sometimes do uh like I redo the layout again just to oh, make sure, okay. right? If a okay. character has to cover a certain space or has to do a certain move, I'll do just quickly take the global control of the body. I'll just do a quickly like a layout pass, see my curves, if it makes sense or not. And then based on that, I will layer on top all those details and pause the character where it needs to, to hold the pose. Um, uh, again, and and yeah, workflow, this is where workflow is important, where you need to keep things clean so that you know, you have to adapt to changes. Right? That's yeah. where workflow is very important. And uh, But I think when you tap into the seed of the mindset you have to adopt uh, for that particular requirement, then that technicality can develop. Because I'm, I'm not, I don't consider myself a very technical animator, uh, but you know, tackling an octopi and a, and, a, and a baby in a robot suit <laughs> and like three rigs in one. And yeah. You have yeah. to develop these technical like uh, ways of working. Mm. But it all comes down as a byproduct of you trying to search, like what's you know what what would work in animation. Yeah, I think I would, yeah. it's interesting that you don't consider yourself technical because at the end of the day, I don't think many animators do. But the, but but we are we do need to become at least familiar and somewhat comfortable with the technical parts of the job because it's just part of the job. It's and part of the job. Be, yeah, you'll be limited. It's sort of like trying to be a two D animator but not having good structural drawing true, skills. True. It's I, I I started as a two D animator and I still remember that feeling of like wanting to act out a shot in a certain way, but literally choosing the easier route because I wasn't comfortable drawing that other way and yeah, that yeah. sucks right that feeling and it's the same thing for 3d if you don't feel like and i'm i'm sure everyone listening right now who's got some 3d experience will will be able to attest to this lots of ideas die at the hands of like ooh, 
I don't know. And I got that it's due tomorrow. Should I, you know, like, and, and it's, it's too bad really. Right. Because a it's lot of, a lot of things, good ideas die because of that. So I think always remembering to work that muscle to be able to feel like you can be comfortable technically. Yeah. It's a, it's a good idea. It's essential. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like the basics of, you know, how, how a computer interpolates your rig or how certain rig works, the, the, the things you can and you cannot do, what's going to explode the deformations, all that stuff you need to really know. Absolutely. Well. 